Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you very much for joining me. Today's story is a continuation from last time, so we'll be meeting our new friend, Nobby the Gnome, again. I'm really looking forward to it, so please do let me know what you think. In the meantime, kick back, make yourselves comfortable, and enjoy The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 3, Chapter 5, The Champion. In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn two friends, Hobgob the goblin and Mulch the tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch Hobgob and Mulch sat at their favourite table at the dragon's arms. They nursed steaming mugs of mountain tea, yet both looked anxiously at the regulars around them and started each time the door opened. Beef the barman arrived with a fresh jug of mountain tea and topped up their mugs. Unlike you two to look so distracted, what seems to be the problem? It's Nobby, said Mulch. Nobby the gnome? asked Beef. Yes, we haven't seen him since he won the great race. We had been hoping he'd be here today. Mulch was distracted as the door opened again, but still no sign of Nobby. Nobby had won the great race, but in the process he had fallen into the gap, a bottomless abyss that marked the finish line. Mulch, Hobgob and two of the racing snails had saved Nobby that day, but it had been dangerously close. He's a great champion. Where do you think he'd be missing? asked Beef. Not many have won the great race, and it's the first time anyone from these parts managed it. Well, he won the race, but he also fell into the gap. If it hadn't been for some quick teamwork, well, I dread to think, Mulch shuddered. You're too modest, Mulch, Hobgob said. It was you who lowered yourself into the gap to save Nobby. Others helped, but you risked everything. Well, maybe I did, but unless we can find Nobby, then it was all pretty pointless. Mulch drained the last of her mountain tea and rose to leave. Let's go to his cottage. Hobgob slurped the last of his mountain tea and hopped after Mulch, leaving Beef behind. Nobby's cottage was actually almost entirely garden. He was usually found sitting somewhere among the plants and the giant mushrooms, but as Hobgob and Mulch arrived, they could see no sign of life. They checked under toadstools and tree trunks behind flowers and shrubs. Nothing. Norby, called Hobgob. Norby, called Mulch. Silence. They approached the tiny cottage and knocked on the door. Silence. Norby, called Hobgob. Norby, called Mulch. Still silence. I'm worried, said Mulch gravely. Me too, agreed Hobgob. But then they heard a bolt pulled aside and the door opened just far enough for them to see Nobby's eye peering out. Hobgob, Mulch. Nobby sounded very quiet. Nobby, we were worried about you, said Hobgob cheerily. Oh, Nobby, what a relief, said Mulch. Do you want to join us for a game of buddy ball? Uh, no, no thanks. I'll, I'll just stay at home, but thank you. And the door closed. Hobgob and Mulch looked at each other. 
The next day, Hobgob and Mulch returned to Nobby's cottage. They knew that he loved fishing, so they had brought three rods and planned to take Nobby to the river for the day. They approached the tiny cottage and knocked on the door. The door opened just far enough for them to see Nobby's eye peering out. Nobby, we know you love fishing, so we thought we could spend the day with you by the river, suggested Hobgob. Um, no, no thanks. I'll just stay at home, but thank you. And the door closed. The next day, Hobgob and Mulch returned to Nobby's cottage. They knew that he loved gardening, so they had brought spades, trowels and a wheelbarrow and planned to spend the day with Nobby in his garden. They approached the tiny cottage and knocked on the door. The door opened just far enough for them to see Nobby's eye. Nobby! We know how much you love gardening, so we thought we could spend the day with you in the garden, suggested Hobgob. Um, no thanks. I'll just stay at home, but thank you. And the door closed. I'm worried, said Mulch. Me too, said Hobgob. But we all just need to stick with him. The next day, Hobgob and Mulch returned to Nobby's cottage. As they approached, they were surprised to see two familiar faces. Shelmer and Colonel Shelman, two of the racing snails from the great race. And they were even more surprised to see Nobby sitting atop Shelmer's shell. Come on, you two, keep up, called Nobby as the snails raced past Hobgob and Mulch towards the dragon's arms. Hobgob and Mulch arrived puffing and panting to find Shelmer, Colonel Shelman and Nobby sitting around their favourite table at the dragon's arms. Oh, well, glad that you two finally decided to join us, mocked Shelmer. Yes, indeed, better late than never, chuckled Colonel Shelman. Here you go, two more mountain teas, beef passed steaming mugs to Hobgob and Mulch. Ah, good to see you again, Nobby. You been okay? Heard you took quite the tumble winning the great race. I'm good now, thank you, Beef. Winning the race was an amazing feeling, but that wore off and I felt quite empty. And then I was overcome, thinking about falling, falling into the gap. These friends risked everything to save me, and I've been haunted thinking about, about what might have happened. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Nobby took a sip of his mountain tea. And now they've saved me again. Hobgob and Mulch kept coming to my tiny cottage to see me, even when I couldn't speak with them. And then Shelmer and Colonel Shelman arrived. When a rider is in trouble, we always know, nodded Shelmer. We went for a gentle ride and talked the whole thing through. It's not uncommon to feel a bit lost after a major event is over and throw in that episode with the gap. Hardly surprising that things were difficult said Colonel Shaman. We're always a quick race away. We know how important it is to keep talking, so we'll be back. Shelma sipped her mountain tea. I'm a very lucky gnome. Nobby raised his mug. Well, we're the lucky ones, having such a brave friend. Mulch raised her mug. To Nobby. And they all raised their mugs, toasting Nobby, the champion of the great race. Thank you so much for joining me for the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, 
and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.